0: This is Across the Street, Across the Country, a production of DKI Canada. When everybody told me that it could never be done, that guys would
1: not change the colors of their trucks, would not put a big DKI on the side of their truck, even though their name was there a little bit the same size. But doing that, because I believe that's what put DKI definitely... Uh, a leader in the
0: industry. You wanna be better than the person From one of our very first episodes, that was Ken Tucker on how he and his DKI founder brethren did get people to change for the better, all those many, many years ago. If there's one thing that hasn't changed, it's that change is necessary, always, always if you want your business to not just remain relevant, but to thrive and to lead. It's why DKI doesn't just embrace change, it prepares for it. On today's episode, we talk to five individuals from across the DKI network whose task it is to embrace the future, understand it, and work with it. My name is Denis Grignon, and this is Across the Street, Across the Country.
2: Better than the person that you become
0: There is a graveyard of businesses that were once successful, even very successful, some for even many years, until they weren't. Often it's because they failed to look to or outright chose to ignore the future. And how that future could be, likely would be, very different from the present. DKI has been Canada's leader in restoration because it recognizes this need to adapt, change, progress by not just relying on those with accrued years of experience and wisdom, but by drawing on younger, but still wise beyond their years, DKI members who offer a different lens into that future. DKI achieves this largely through its Future Council, which it established just a few years ago. Five of its members are Sean McGregor with DKI Contact, Alex Homewood with DKI Miller, Hannah Catalano with DKI Clean Scene, Jessica Bradley with DKI Highland, and Michaela Caetano with DKI Refexio. They join me now. Hey, folks, thanks for shuffling your schedules to all connect with me here.
3: Anytime, no problem. Thank you for
0: having us. Thank you. Michaela, I offered some pretty broad strokes there about the council's goal. In a few sentences, can you give me a better idea? a better appreciation of what the council is hoping to achieve within DKI, but also within the restoration industry as a whole?
4: We got together at first because we we started going to the DKI events as kids of the owners, and then we were all the same age. We sang uh, Alex, Sean and I, uh, and we just Started talking uh, at the events and then uh, at one point, Sean and Alex said, why don't we form a group where we could maybe address old industry problems or challenges and we can see what we can do as younger generation, like with the younger perspective. And maybe just kind of inspire the rest of the membership and show them there's still hope we can do some innovation. This can be fun again. That was our initial idea. And then now we got together four more members, and now we have the official council.
0: Okay, I want you to forget for a moment that I'm about 150 years older than all of you here right now. And when you say some of the older problems, and I, I, I Alex, why don't we have, start with you here? Having grown up in the business as well, when when you saw what Michaela des, described as, you know, some of these old problems, what was it like when you all got together seeing some of these problems and maybe list them that you thought this has got to change.
1: Well, I think like when we first went to all the meetings, pretty much all of the members said, Oh, the good old days, they all talked about, you know, the age old times and how good the industry used to be. And for Sean, Michaela and I kind of all coming on at the same time, we didn't know any difference. So we were kind of like, what are these good old days? We can still have good times with current industry standards, that kind of stuff. I would say that we came in with a fresh perspective and just within talking to each other, it was it was interesting to address some of the issues with margins shrinking, employee retention, work-life balance that is kind of affecting the industry and, and our businesses as a whole. But we kind of add, add a new, I guess, fresh perspective on that.
2: I think, uh, especially for a lot of the owner's kids, uh, a lot of work did spill over back into the home life, usually over family dinners or weekends or very late night talks. A lot of the conversation did revolve around busy times, working a lot. And I think a lot of us, I would say younger generation, do try to have some uh, resemblance of a work-life balance nowadays or try to aspire to have more work-life balance possibly. I, I know at least talking from personal experience, um, the way that I'd like to change that is the employees have more of a work-life balance, get involved with what they do outside of work time because I, I do think a happier employee does uh, produce better productivity overall. Mm-hmm.
0: Hannah, I would I want an example from you as well, but maybe to tell me what it was like when you came to these more senior people saying, listen, listen, we're, we're the next generation. This is what we would like to see change. And maybe give me an example in that process and what their reaction was when you came to them with this.
5: Well, I know just within our company, it's, it's family owned. And when I started, I I was the youngest in the company and I wanted to bring a lot of change in, but it was very old school because that's what everyone is very safe with. They know what works. They've been trained on it but pen and paper doesn't work anymore and technology is taking over and there's just so much more that consumers want from a company let alone just excellent craftsmanship it's just bringing that change letting them know it's not scary we can do it we can be we can be leaders we don't need to be just part of the pack and give them kind of a guideline of how to do that cuz i just feel the younger generation isn't scared to take chances.
0: Jessica, maybe tell me about your experience when you had to come to the more senior people and say, you know, even maybe a bit exasperated, go, look, this This can improve and and we need you to take us seriously. How receptive were you?
3: Honestly, I, I, I think everything was pretty receptive, but I really started to try to assist in, you know, standard operating procedures, for example, trying to straight line something so that there's consistency. Everybody kind of knows what, what their role is and what they're doing. And, you know, especially technology, I, I'm definitely the person that everyone comes to when their phone's not working, when the app's not working. So I think it opened the comfort level up to the company to have someone, you know, younger is the, is the topic because that was what we grew up doing. We were on our phones, we were on the computer. So it's not an you know a foreign thing for us. So it uh, it opened the the opportunities for people to be more open to the change. Just like you know even Hannah was saying, and I think you know it went really well and it has helped evolve. Um, you know we used to be pen and paper. We've had people who have worked in our company for thirty plus years, and I've seen them evolve, and it's 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 exciting, and we just want to keep with that.
0: I'm going to throw this at you: Have they all evolved? Let me ask you, Michaela, have you seen people who just, uh, and you're having a harder time trying to convince them that, you mentioned you know, the good old days, those people that are kind of locked into the good old days. And the truth is sometimes those good old days, we see them through rose-colored glasses and we're not seeing it quite as clearly. You're smiling already. So what was that challenge like to get those people to buy in?
4: It's not always easy, but I think that if you... Talk about things, if you explain the why, if you make them understand, if you give them the safe space for them to to accept the change. I think it's more likely going to work, but it's very difficult. But as Jessica was saying, sometimes we also get impressed by older people that have been pen and paper forever. And we actually have three employees who are 60 years, like between 60 and 65. And they learn how to use iPhone, they use our apps, they use email. And I find that really impressive. And not giving up on them because you have to be patient because you have to treat them as your grandparents. And then for the ones who are still like uh, scared about change, well, never give up.
0: <laughs> never give up. Well, good for you for sticking with people <laughs> like me. And, and I got to say, anytime I've gone to younger people, they I'm never mocked. I'm never ridiculed. You have much more patience, I think, than we do. Sean, can you uh, talk to your own experience? Because I know you're in the family business too, uh, and and you're not just coming to older, more senior people. You're coming to more senior people in in your family to say that. Listen, I, I we got to do this. If this is going to be my my path, this has got to to progress or or adapt or change. What was that like for you, Sean?
2: I think in the very beginning, it was it was more difficult because it was still their baby. You know, they still wanted to have control over it. And definitely over the seven years, or seven and a half years I've been working there, they've definitely given me more control to make my own decisions and mistakes, really. And I think that was just a conversation that we had halfway through, uh, maybe a couple years ago now. I just came to them and said, you know what, if this is going to be my path, I think I do need to start owning the decisions that we make. And if it is a mistake, just try to support me through it. And I'll learn from those mistakes, because if I'm always come up with a decision, get shot down or tweaked. I'll never really truly have that control piece. Uh, my dad's already retired, but my mom definitely helps me out on certain decisions, gives her opinions, and sometimes I actually get to shoot her down now. <laughs> so it is definitely a, a, a new dynamic. But honestly, I think it's it's such a great way to learn. So they've definitely given me gr- such a great pathway.
0: Hey, Alex, can you think of one recent win that you came to you the more senior people, where you are and said, let's try this.
1: Yeah, I think just the implementation of technology with our day-to-day processes, like really looking at how we structured our business before from start to finish of going out to see a claim and, and implementing technology to assist you know, our field staff, but also from an administrative aspect.
0: Are you talking about like think- showing up on site with like an iPad instead of like pencil and paper, that kind of thing and, and, and photos or...
1: Yeah, just like even we we utilize like these programs, DocuSketch, which is essentially like a virtual tour walkthrough, like you would see on an MLS listing, or we also have another program, it's called Hover, which gives you a full kind of takeoffs of the exterior of a house from ground level. And there are two programs that you can run really quick, like through a house, and it captures a lot of information and it just... From something that used to take like four or five hours and multiple trips, we can now do it essentially in 30 minutes on our first site inspection. I think just putting the process in place to do that was really stressful at the beginning, but now we couldn't even imagine running our business
0: without it. On a big national level, Jessica, I want to know how things have shaped out because a lot of big organizations, they set out with the similar initiatives, you know, let's involve the younger charges to help pave the way for the future. And even if it starts out completely sincere and genuine, right from the get-go, often these things peter out, they just lose steam and they just get shelved and the more senior people go, oh, well, we tried, you know, we gave it a shot. When did you know that wasn't going to be the case here, Jessica, that even on a national level that they were going to buy into the whole future council and what you wanted to do?
3: Well, I think a word that's been really stressed, even from like head office is accountability. And you know exactly that if you try to do something and there's no consistency with it like it's going to flop and uh, I think that you know head office has already provided that and that's something that we want to provide as well
0: how about you Hannah is there a moment when you thought all right this is more than just lip service Uh, DKI corporate is buying in here
5: I think how I knew it was going to be more kind of with accountability or that it was going to be more not just like a meeting and then nothing comes from it. I think it's just because the people that are part of this council, they they want that change. They have an invested interest as well because it's it's memberships. They're working within their own memberships and they they have those challenges. So they they want to see change just as much as the next person. So change is really the big thing driving us all. And we want to see it because we're part of the future now, I guess. So it's going to be, it's laying the groundwork for us.
0: What's one of the biggest changes in the last 10 years outside of even the technology that they've had to absorb and adapt to that maybe comes more naturally to you and the rest of the people on this council.
4: I think it's the change of the perception of work because before you would have one job for 30 years and those people were working with people who, who were loyal to the company, they would give everything for the company they were working for. So they, it was a lot about that. And in the, like the days of today, Uh, we're hiring, like, younger people. And I feel like even though we try really hard to have team spirit, but it's different from the team spirit they had 30 years ago. So we're having kind of a clash between younger generation and older generation. Although they can work together and they can get along together, but the older generation is very nostalgic about the past for us, my parents, uh, because we have two locations now, they go to the other location, and they're not here all the time. And so the, our older employees miss miss them literally, and they're always asking, "Oh, when are when are Minna and Mario coming?" And they also say, "Oh, young young people, it's so hard to work with them. They just want work life balance. They just want to like do do their job and work." But it's not that. It's just that we see work differently than they did than they did before. Before work was like everything and now work is a part of your day and then you have your personal life and your family and your dog.
2: Yeah, I think it also comes down to even just training some of the older staff to do things more efficiently, um, to show them that there is more time in your day to have your own life and you don't need to always work on pencil and paper. There are better ways to complete your inspections, complete your estimates. And I think that was a big thing. Even from the time when I started, when scorecarding from insurance companies started coming in and, you know, seven day estimates, that was impossible. Like it was, it was not possible for uh, project managers to do. And now we're, you know, some of our members are getting down to the three, four days for estimates. So it's just, it's incredible how the industry has changed. But also, yeah, going back, I think to the efficiency piece as training some of the older project managers that things can be done quicker to show you that you, there is more time in the day to have uh, a regular life
0: Alex do you think you're making some headway there you and your peers and just getting the older people to 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 buy in and be not only buy-in but be enthusiastic um I
1: think the the older generation is enthusiastic about the council in general and just I guess enabling young minds and within all of our companies to kind of take that next step. And in a sense, we're grooming people to, to take over for ownership and make sure that DKI and these small businesses are sustainable moving forward. Um, so I think there's a lot of excitement around the membership, especially from the older generation. The group is still kind of new. So we'll plug away slowly over the next little bit.
5: Yeah, when we're all together, I just think it's a great just mesh of ideas. And I feel like we get really enthusiastic as well, because, you know, some person will have have an idea and then we can bounce off of that. And it's just this big mind meld, which is, I find exciting. Yeah, it's it's definitely not um, slow and boring by any means. It's I after each meeting, I get really excited and go back to the office and say, guess what we talked about? This is what we're thinking. This is how we think it might work. So it kind of even just makes When I go back to the office and talk to them about it, they kind of get excited too. Like, wow, that sounds like a great idea.
0: Hey, I don't want to give you a leading question here, Jessica, but I I get the sense from having (laughs) spoken to some of your colleagues on the council that in many ways, this might be a bit of a support group for you and what you're all sharing, regardless of where you're working in the country. Is that a fair assessment, Jessica?
3: No, for sure. I think we all have, I mean, we all do different things yet similar. So like Hannah was saying, every time we talk, we can relate to each other, support each other. So for sure.
0: What's on your wish list for the future council and the future of DKI? Start with you, Michaela.
4: That's a a deep question. (laughs) Um, For DKI, I hope that the membership is going to continue to have this great. I don't want to say vibe. I don't like the word vibe. This great, like.
0: (laughs) You're allowed to use vibe. I I like. I like the word vibe. So you can go with vibe if you want.
4: Well, yeah, this great vibe between y- younger generation and older generation. Like when we all get together at EGMs, MMMs, I really love to talk to all the members and know their ideas, how how they're feeling, what's what's coming up. So that I think is unique. And then for the future council, uh, we'll kind of the same thing. Keep this good um, relationship between us all and be able to to make the group innovate and inspire and fun as Jordan was, would say he's not here but he would probably have using the word fun a bunch of times here so yeah
2: Chris Schmidt sums it up best he wants to inspire and evolve he wants the membership to inspire and evolve and for the council I think it's to like Michaela was saying to keep it fun and keep that spark alive to innovate I think a lot of young minds in these in this organization have a lot of great ideas to bring to the council as well as it keeps every member sort of interested and uh, eager to continue to change and evolve.
0: If there's anything you could say or suggest to those DKI decision makers that senior set right now that might be set to retire in the next five or ten years. What would you like to say or suggest or even advise to those decision makers right now?
1: Um, I would say get get your staff involved. Maybe identify somebody that can be part of a succession plan. If we talk about the sustainability as DKI as a whole, there's a lot of maybe older owners that might be looking to sell within the future. So kind of structuring a, a plan with a key employee for, for a succession plan or a transition So that they can enjoy kind of the the later half of their life, (laughs) not have to worry about, you know, the finances of the company and stuff, putting more control with, with a younger person, letting people bring ideas and, and push change. Because I think that change is uncomfortable, but a lot of good things come from being outside of your comfort zone.
0: Jessica, for those decision makers out there, the people who are the more senior people with DKI, what would you like to tell them right now? Those people who are listening right now?
3: I just think you should definitely keep um, an open mind like the the insurance industry has evolved and it will continue to evolve. You know, there we now deal with reviewers and we now deal with KPIs. We have scorecards now. Um, you know, sometimes it's hard for them to wrap their head around. You know, we can only paint one wall and it's like, what do you mean like? there is going to be change things aren't going to make sense but keeping an open mind is what's the best thing to do because you have to evolve with it and then when more change happens and when more change happens it's not such a shock to the system and like alex was saying like keeping roles in place um, or people in in place with specific roles just making sure that there's no uh, blank space for a title or for something that's required. If you are ready to retire or whatever the case is, you know there's no questions. And like I said originally, you can evolve from there. It's not so much of a shock for you know whoever you maybe are passing the you know your position onto or the responsibility onto. Main thing is just to keep an open mind because even five years ago things are drastically different today. And uh, I still shock, you know, my father, who's been in the industry for 50 years with some of the things that we get today. He's like, what do you mean? It's like, well, that's just how it is. So to keep it, you know, less growing pains, just open mind and evolve with the industry.
0: What would you like to say, Hannah, to the people who are my age? And if the sentence starts with, (laughs) look, that's totally fine. (laughs)
5: Look, (laughs) change is not scary. What's scary is staying stagnant. Failing is okay. If you're trying something, it doesn't work. That's okay because now you're finding a new solution. So, it's okay to just embrace the change, embrace failure because really progress comes from failure. So, don't be scared.
0: I gotta say, embracing failure is uh, that should be a t-shirt. Go run with that. If you if you don't, I'm gonna run with it. Hannah, Jessica, Alex, Sean, and Michaela, thank you so much for this and
3: best of luck. Sounds great. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much.
0: Thank you for having
3: us. Yeah. Thanks for the opportunity.
0: I tried crying
2: in real
4: life. Hi, my name is Michaela Caetano from DKI Reflexo in Montreal. And
3: you're Hi,
1: with- this is Alex Homewood with DKI Miller in St. Catharines, and you're listening to-
3: Hi, I'm Jessica Bradley with DKI Highland in Orangeville, Ontario.
5: And you're- Hi,
2: I'm Sean McGregor from DKI Contact in Toronto. And Hi,
5: you're- I am Hannah Catalano with DKI Cleanseed in the West Cooties. And you're listening to... And you're listening
1: to... Across the street. Across the country. I'm coming up.
0: You know, what's really interesting is if you go back to episode 13, where you hear DKI's founders, including Ken Tucker, whom you heard at the top of this episode, expound on how change was embraced in those early days within DKI for a better future. And then compared to the interview we just did. My thanks to Alex, Hannah, Jessica, Michaela, and Sean, who are all about positive change with their work with DKI's Future Council. Thanks also to Daryl James of Close Kicks for the wonderful theme music in this episode. DKI Canada provides services to insurance, commercial, and residential clients from coast to coast. Whether it's an emergency response, water damage mitigation, fire and contents cleaning, mold remediation, or a complete reconstruction, DKI members are available 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. If you're ever in need of emergency assistance, the number is 1-855-DKI-2-DAY. That 354 1-855-354-2329. Please reach out to us. Let us know what you think of the show and what stories you'd like us to profile. You can stream our show and rate the episodes for free on your favourite streaming platform. DKI Canada actively contributes to creating a better future through environmental protection and social responsibility. Focused on leaving things better than DKI found them. DKI is committed to using environmentally sustainable cleaning products and mitigating risk in environmentally sustainable ways. Across the Street, Across the Country is written, hosted, and produced by me, Denny Gringel. Talk to you soon. Hey, maybe in person at Evolve 2023 in New Brunswick. won't let me in Till I love what I
1: got to give
4: No more run
1: from all- Ah